Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wrestling Sheet Radio's SmackDown Recap. I'm your host for today, at least, Ryan Satin, and I'm here with my co-host, Norm Quarrington. Norm has been helping me out on the site the past few weeks, writing, uh, doing some great work over here at Wrestling Sheet. John Roca is on vacation in the U.K., so I thought it was only appropriate to put uh, someone from the U.K. in his place, right? Yeah, we swapped. We got yeah. a little swap, exactly. Um, so... Uh, what'd you think overall? What, did you like SmackDown last night? Were you into it? Yeah, I normally always enjoy SmackDown because it's a lot more digestible than Raw. <laughs> it's like <laughs> just a shorter, tighter show. 
Um, yeah, last night, I didn't, nothing like super crazy happened. Nothing unpredictable really went down. Um, but it was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And like whenever you see Andrade versus Alistair Black, that's always fun you know yeah you can't really be unhappy with an episode that has that on it, exactly right? yeah <laughs> well let's kick things off from the beginning so it started off uh, actually i should mention here uh <laughs> i didn't have time to do a full uh notes situation on the show so uh the recap that i'm going to be going off of here just for information wise is from pro wrestling.net uh their write-up i'm a big fan of pro wrestling.net uh i you know when <laughs> i miss a show or something like that i go to their their write-ups so uh i'm going to be looking to them for the info, just so I don't get anything wrong and miss things, since I don't have Roka to lead the show here today. Uh, but so the thing started off with Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon was in the ring, um, introduced, and he played up the the debuts of NXT's uh, star, the NXT stars that were on Raw: the mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano, Ciampa, uh, Ricochet, and Alistair Black, and then said that they impressed him so much they were going to be on SmackDown. And you know, you obviously <clears throat> weren't here when we were recording the Raw recap, mm-hmm. but. I, I had a feeling that they were going to kind of be floaters, sim- at least at this point, until we figure out what's going on. Yeah. I had a feeling they were going to be floaters, yeah. similar to how the other NXT columns have gone at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can you call those floaters? <laughs> I mean, I, I hope they're going to be seen float more uh, more often in front of the yeah, camera than the other true. ones were. Yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, but I had a feeling they were going to be used the same way, at least. It's interesting you were saying earlier that you feel feel bad for those guys because their yeah their thunder has been well and truly stolen now well you know it's it's interesting because i i don't necessarily feel bad for heavy machinery because it's not like heavy machinery um had a ton of momentum in nxt anyways and honestly they're kind of being used the way that i expected them to be used and i love otis so it's just kind of fun just to see them used in a fun comedy role i think they'll be totally fine um lacey evans is seemingly being used in this weird new walk to the ring Mm. walk backwards a la emelina or something Mm -hmm. like that um so she's kind of like they're at least using her a little bit Mm -hmm. i more so feel bad for ec3 ec3 is the one that right now i kind of feel like man like they they something needs to change with the way they've dealt with EC3 at this point because it's like, you know, it's not you know they they hyped up EC3 for a few you know for weeks with these vin, you know the same vignette mm-hmm. or they just had him looking in a mirror and then he finally wrestles and it's like a big moment he beats Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. and then he loses the next week yep. to Dean Ambrose and then he's not there and there's all the these new NXT guys being pushed ahead of him already and you're like oh man that sucks for EC3 now who knows they might have bigger plans for him. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I really do. I, I, I think what they if they really want to get EC3 back on track and make a bigger deal out of him and not push him to the side, um, if Lars isn't going to be around and Cena needs a WrestleMania opponent, EC3. WrestleMania, John Cena versus EC3 would be money, I think. That would be cool, yeah. You know, I, I, I think that just like, you know, they both kind of, one represents WWE, mm-hmm. one is definitely associated with Impact. Impact, You yeah. know, and I think that they're friends. They've been friends for a long time. You know, EC3 is part of John Cena's gym, so obviously there's a connection there. They're friendly mm-hmm. with each other. Um I, I don't know. I could see him if wanting to help get his boy over. Him. Yeah, yeah I mean, nothing to do with either of them right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and maybe some people will say that like EC3 is maybe not at that level yet in WWE, but like, you know, Jericho, the way they debuted him was like with a main eventer with yeah, The Rock, and the like Rock. it helped to get him to a bigger deal. And I, I, I really think it could help for EC3 if yeah. they go in that direction. They're really running out of time, I think, to to get that, that stuff off the ground. Yeah, uh, yeah they're they're. They're definitely cutting it close when yeah. it comes to I like mean, oh, we say putting that. the card together for Mania. Yeah, we're saying that, but there's still a pay per view between now and, and Mania. So. But uh, because of that, I feel like you know it's one of those times for the first time in a while where there's not a lot of clear indications of like the full Mania card. A lot of it does seem very.
very much yeah. up in the air. Yeah. Um, okay, so he, he talks about the NXT guys, says they're going to appear on the show later. Then The Miz comes out, apologizes, and, and, and says he hasn't slept for days, mm-hmm. uh, that, that he's sorry that he lost the tag titles for the team. Um, then he makes like a passionate plea for, um, you know, another chance for them to get, a, you know, for them to get a rematch. Yeah. Uh, more father, dad, fa- daddy talk. Yeah. Um, cause there's no more automatic rematch clause yeah. unless you're Shane McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, you can do whatever you want. So. I did think that was funny. I know. Uh, if you're like, going to get rid of that, like, get rid of it. Like, I still think that whole that whole rematch thing is one of the silliest things they got rid of. Yeah, it made it, it was a good storyline. Yeah, device. yeah, it was a good thing. It helps. Yeah, you get then you get the you know the pay. The, you know, the, yeah, it helps continue stories. Yeah, exactly. And stuff, like, yeah, easily. yeah. It's like, oh, or, or it, helps, it helps end them. Basically. Yeah, or it helps. Yeah, end yeah. Them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so he's sorry. Uh, wants you know, he asks for a rematch. Everyone's chanting rematch, and then uh, Jimmy and Jay Uso come out with their whole whoa, 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 which which got a laugh out of me. I like. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think the Uso brothers are great on yeah, the microphone. Yeah, they are. They're really good. Yeah. yeah. And especially since they're, which was a while ago now, but that when they stopped doing, you know, the hucker and all that stuff and just became like the Uso penitentiary thing. Mm-hmm. They've been great since then. Absolutely. And I like, I mean, you know, people are going to say, oh, like you mentioned, but they're, they're definitely putting more thought into tag teams, it seems like. They're, yeah. the th- it's clear they're putting more thought into tag teams mm-hmm. a little bit here. Um, and they're, they really, you know, I can't think of a time when, like, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but it's not often we like start the show with a tag team title feud kind of like building yeah, scenario. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, right. So I liked it. I thought it was really good. I think that the, you know, the Usos kind of like, you know, talking crap back and goading Shane into getting, uh, you know, to giving them the, you know, to, to making the match for a rematch. Um, you know, <clears throat> doesn't, didn't make the most sense of, nah. like, if the Usos want it, they shouldn't really have to goad Shane into it. They're the champions. Again, yeah. They want to defend the title against you guys again, but whatever. I like it. And why would they want to defend it? <laughs> totally. Yeah, still. Uh, uh, but, but, so, um, so they make the match for, uh, Fastlane. Fastlane. Yeah. For Fastlane. Usos versus McMiz or whatever their name is. Mm. Uh, the best tag team in the world. Yeah. As they, as, as they've been really trying to get over. I was almost wondering while I was watching this if, like, the reason they've been carrying this on for so long, this whole thing that's related to the best in the world tournament, is if the next one's going to be the best tag team in the world tournament. Oh, yeah. And that's why they've been carrying on this thing for so long. And they'll have Miz and Shane win it just and to troll everyone. And yeah. to bring full circle, <laughs> yeah. you know? That'd be cool. Um, so then uh, Aleister Black makes his entrance. Yeah. Aleister Black versus Andrade. Um, you know, I talked on the, the Raw recap show about how I felt like Elias wasn't necessarily the right person to showcase Aleister Black. Yeah. Well, not necessarily showcase him, because I think it did help showcase him a lot to put him on a high pedestal in WWE. I don't know if beating Aleister Black is necessarily like the, you know, the biggest mark of a main eventer at yeah, this point. Yeah, for like, sure. He doesn't yeah, push yeah, you yeah. into the main event by beating Elias. Um, and neither does Andrade, but yeah. at least with Andrade... Uh, I really think we got to kind of see that NXT style between the two of them showcased to a bigger audience since obviously they have a history against yeah. each other. I mean, one of the best matches I've ever seen in person was at TakeOver New Orleans and it was Andrade versus Alistair Black. Great and match. So, yeah, and so I think, yeah, it was it's great to see them on SmackDown. Obviously, it was way shorter and 
they didn't get to do as much stuff, but it was still, it was, yeah, like, like you say, it was a good run around for Alistair Black. Um, I love Andrade and I don't like seeing Andrade lose, but if he's going to lose to anyone, then it might as well be Alistair Black who, you know. I'm, I'm real, <laughs> I've been like thinking about it the whole time. And it's like, I am real on the fence of like, of using Andrade here because mm-hmm. I feel like, a, like you said, that's such a great match that you, you saw live that, that the NXT audience has already seen in like long form um, that I would almost prefer them build to something like that because I do think that they both need the win. Like Andrade yeah. still needs wins. Like Yeah, there's the, other people on the roster that Alistair Black could have had a good match, a good like exhibition match with and gone over. You know? Is there but, anyone that comes to mind that like wasn't in the six man? Rusev? You know, I think Rusev would have been a good, yeah. better choice. Maybe Rusev Nakamura, maybe? You know, both of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Who, that, neither I, of whom were on the show yesterday, I, right? <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> it's a good problem it. for them to have, You I nailed suppose. it right there, though. Yeah, I think yeah. that those both guys as, as former champions would have been a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. And you also could have furthered their storyline in some way where one of them tries to help the other one and it backfires mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. goes into their whole tag team scene. I agree with you. I think one of those guys would have been a better choice here because mm-hmm. it just would have helped kind of make him seem like a bigger deal. I don't know if beating Andrade makes anyone seem like a big deal yet. Nah, not yet. Andrade beating people, it, he's still trying to make a big deal when he beats yeah. people like a Rey Mysterio and, and stuff And how like long that. has he been on the main roster for now? Has oh, it been it's, a, been a, it's been a... It's, it's been almost a year now, right? Yeah, because I think didn't so. he come at the superstar? They came in the superstar shakeup after WrestleMania. Yeah, that sounds about right. Last WrestleMania, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, he I was feel in like the Royal it was Rumble, around then. but then he came in the I superstar think it's shakeup. Been almost a year, I think. Yeah, not I think quite it's been a almost year. a year. Yeah, yeah. But well, technically, he was in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, so yeah. So they first saw him. But yeah, he got called up after that. Okay. Um, but regardless, like it was a good TV match. Like it was a it was mm-hmm. a solid match. It's sh- uh, you know. Alistair Black is such a badass. He's great, yeah. And I, I just wonder what I wonder what their plans are for him. I wonder if they have long term plans <laughs> for him right now. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. No, I mean I wonder that all the time with people. Like we saw with these NXT these, these last NXT call ups, doesn't seem like there was like a big long term plan for a lot of them, except outside of Lars. Yeah. And with these new guys, from all the reports and from everything from everything I've heard. It was a very last minute thing where they called them up the last time. Like these guys didn't have like some huge yeah. notice that they were being called up or anything like that. You can um, tell. There's still this thing that's being teased of some big announcement on NXT tonight. So so it does kind of seem like these are last minute that was a last minute thing. Mm-hmm. Uh so I would guess they don't have long term plans for any of these guys. Well that's what we're saying, because like, are they gonna have matches at WrestleMania? Are they gonna be on the Mania card? Because they've already got Enough <laughs> stuff to do for WrestleMania, right? Totally. Yeah. It, like I don't know. Is no, it... no. I was wondering the same thing. I was almost wondering if like it was going to be all four of them against someone, but that wouldn't really make sense. Yeah. Like an NXT versus main roster thing, nah. but like that wouldn't really make sense. Maybe that'll be in the Andre Battle Royale. Maybe, <laughs> but that doesn't. That's like not that no, cool. That's not, no, 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 that's bad. <laughs> like, yeah, I, 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 I've, I'm. I'm hoping that they're at least if, if they don't already have one that they're that they're in the process of formulating a long term plan because I honestly think that Alistair Black is a long term player. Like yeah. I think that Alistair Black could make money for that company for a long time to come. Yeah, definitely. I think that you know not only is he just like he's just an opposing figure, but he's like 
He's got, not someone like him. That, you know, he, yeah. he, there's not someone like him in WWE right now. Nah, he's got a good look. He's got like a unique look. He's got good, like good entrance music, good entrance. And there's not a lot of people who play to that like counterculture. Nah. And he, that's that's clearly his like mo. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. did he like grow up in like a cult? Yeah, I think he like. Well, I, he he definitely lives the Satanist thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I remember I listened. I, I could have sworn when I listened to him on Ar- the Art of Wrestling with Cole Cabana way back in the day. Like, and he, he talked about like, growing up in a cult. I think some Dutch cult, weird some, Dutch cult, some, some crazy stuff like that. Yeah, that sounds super cool. I'd love to grow <laughs> growing up in a. Dutch If I recall, cult. it's a very interesting interview. It's worth going back and finding. But, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, even him saying like, you know, I'm not the status quo and challenging all that kind of stuff. Um, I really think that, you know. Similar to like The Undertaker or CM mm-hmm. Punk, mm-hmm. where they just kind of play to a, di- a, a a certain part of the audience that feels ignored. I think mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that he's really a, a good representation of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so then after Alistair Black, uh, we had uh, Kayla Braxton talk to Champa and Johnny Gargano backstage. How soon? I, I how soon until they drop? Tommaso from his name, and it's just Champa. Yeah, uh, that, the joke was about Alistair Black. I saw Big E say like, "I'm already calling him Black" or yeah. whatever. But Alistair Black, I mean, like, is it maybe Alistair by itself? Alistair Black is a cool name. Yeah, Tommaso Champa. I feel like there's no way Vince is going to be into the idea of Tommaso all the time. Yeah, because like, everyone says Champa anyways. I just said it, you know. Uh, so I think okay, that's just my guess. If yeah. any one of these new collops gets their name chopped. Chomper. Yeah, that's it's not gonna be Ricochet. They're just gonna <laughs> be Shay or Rico. Rick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Rico. here's the high flying superstar Rick. <laughs> um, so they she interviews them backstage. Talks about if they can keep their hype coming out of their raw appearance. Um, they talk about their history a little bit, and then Sheamus and Cesaro show up. I like that they said it's a take your NXT superstar to work day. Mm. Um, then, you know, Cesaro talks a bit of crap, says to go back to Raw or NXT, stay away from SmackDown. Um, and then, you know, they job back and forth, and obviously it sets up the match for later yeah. in the show. Uh, then we see Jeff Hardy backstage. And honestly, this was quick, but, like, the Jeff Hardy moment with AJ Styles and New Day was so funny when when uh, Kofi put out the pancake brunch. The pancake brunch. That was so good. I saw a uh, funny thing on Twitter, which was AJ Styles grabbing the pancake, and someone put like a caption that was like, "Hey, Kofi, this is the same shape as the Earth." <laughs> <laughs> do, I, you know, do you think that? Do you think that with? Because I see it right here in the ProWrestling.net write-up. Powell says uh, Jason Powell says that. Uh, Powell says, I understand the idea that if it's not broke, don't fix it. But I would like to see Kingston tone down some of the New Day comedy antics while he's in the title picture. Do you think that's something he should tone down or do you think they should stay true to what they are there? Uh, I think it's worked for them pretty well. He's been working for him pretty well for the last, what, four years now? <laughs> Whatever. It's Just like keep, keep doing it. I mean, it would be – it would be I'm not, it, more intensity is always going to be a good thing if you're – being inserted into the title picture, but I don't think he needs to. I don't think becoming him becoming more intense and more focused means that you know they he have can to also have some fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, have some fun with it, especially if because that's re- going to complement the Daniel, the new Daniel Bryan stick really well. Them just messing around when he's like, I mean, his gimmick right now is that he's super serious about <laughs> stuff. And, and I feel like in his matches and some of the other stuff, he has been up in the intensity level. Yeah, definitely. And well, we saw it at Elimination Chamber for totally. sure. And I feel like, you know, in these quick moments, like, you have a minute 
to try mm-hmm. and like do something that makes that entertains the audience, mm-hmm. which isn't easy. Like you have yeah. a quick minute that really doesn't build anything, but you have like do something, do something entertaining for like yeah. a minute. That's not always easy. So I kind of like they were a little. I like bit it too. And if he doesn't have that, then we just have Kofi Kingston from before the New Day. That's how I feel. Which everyone was. I feel like everyone was bored of. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yep. Okay. So um, we've got. Uh, next, it was actually the match. So Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano versus Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, obviously, the, the the most newsworthy moment that came out of this match was when Ciampa went for the sunset flip off the top yeah. rope. Did you, did you notice this? It, yeah. And, and Sheamus came right down on his other knee. Yeah. Um, he was man. holding it at the end. Yeah. It looked bad, but I don't know how Wait. bad it actually was. What? What? Hold on a second. Hmm. Wait, really? Oh, look. Saturn's got a scoop, everybody. <laughs> oh, man. Frosty's coming in here. I guess we're going to have a quick news moment here, even though it's not really related. Uh... Interruption. Yeah. Uh, so, well, I feel like I shouldn't... This is pretty crazy. I'm going to have questions for them, so I... I... Let's just find out when he comes in. He's going to come in here in a second. It's uh, it's not SmackDown related, but it is wrestling news related. Ooh. I'm very interested here as to how, how exciting. I, let's see. We'll just have him go. Just have it. He'll stand next to you on this side. St- just you stand up for a second when All he right. gets in here. Well, not yet. When he gets in here, you stand up over there. Yeah, take his seat for a second, Vin. No, I would like you to drop the news on here because I didn't. That's crazy. So you you two switch seats for a second. Yeah. Okay. I'll just so that way you can get in the. We'll go you that side, headphones? so that way you're not blocking the camera. I put on. I put several things on hold. <laughs> I was like, I'm putting on on hold, including like my life, lunch, things like that. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, so uh, ladies and gentlemen from Collider.com, Vinny Mancuso, hello, also hello. big wrestling fan. I'm glad to finally get you in for this moment. So what's the yeah. big news? What's going on here? Um, just dropped. Make sure you talk to the microphone closer. Uh, just dropped with the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, star of the Thor films, will be playing Hulk Hogan. <laughs> In a biopic directed by Todd Phillips. Wow! Oh, directed by Todd Phillips? Yeah. yeah what? Yeah. So I, I actually didn't get to read the whole thing. I don't know. I don't know when it's happening, why, why it's happening, but <laughs> I don't know what part of Hulk Hogan's life it's covering. I don't know if it's early Hulk, uh, current day sad Hulk. I don't know. I don't Chris, know what's happening. I'm pulling up the article right now. Oh wait, I got to change the link. Hold on, I'm pulling it up as we speak. Like, did they pull it already for some reason? Why oh, is? God, I hope not. No, wait. No, here we go. Wait, yeah, the link's not working. Weird. Uh oh. Okay. Whoa. But it's like, <laughs> it's like, look, it's like on their site. Chris Hemsworth to play Hulk Hogan, but when you click it, it like takes you to like a not oh, there page. Boy, boy. Maybe they peaked too soon. Oh, oh I don't know. Okay. That's crazy. Oh shit. So, so man. breaking news, and now the breaking news is that the movie's not happening. At all. <laughs> what do you think about that? Oh my god, I love it. Do oh you? my god, I love it because I, I feel like. The Hulk Hogan story has only be t- been told by WWE, mm-hmm. and that's not the Hulk Hogan story. Totally. That's, that's Hulk Hogan's story. I think a movie covering, you know, who Hulk Hogan is as a person, which is a very twisted, uh, complicated legacy, is, is a movie that I feel like is needed. Because right now everyone either knows Hulk Hogan as, you know, 80s Hulk Hogan or this, like, very, you know, sad, disgraced old man. And it's like... Let's get a look at his life. And I think the casting is perfect. I think Jack Chris Hemsworth is absolutely incredible. Jack Hemsworth is a good casting choice. I worry that it's not going to be like a grid. I worry it's not going to be social network. But uh-huh. instead it will be like 
with Hulk Hogan's help, and it's going to be like, be like trying the, to redeem Hulk Hogan, the, the public guy. The Bohemian Rhapsody for <laughs> Hulk Hogan. The Bohemian Rhapsody Hulk Hogan story. The Hulk Hogan as produced by Hulk Hogan. Okay, yeah. so here's what it says. It says, Chris Hemsworth, the star, as wrestling superstar Hulk Hogan, in a biopic that reunites Todd Phillips with Scott Silver. Uh, deals for the Hogan Project are in the midst of closing... Um, with Netflix, oh, a Netflix movie producing oh, with Michael Sugar, the Academy Award winner behind Spotlight. Wow. Um, who produced via his Netflix based Sugar 23. Uh, also producing will be Hemsworth and Eric Bischoff? Oh, tired. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Crazy! So it's totally gonna be the Hulk redemption yeah. story, dude. Hulk, I, uh, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not as into it as I did. <laughs> <laughs> right? It says the biopic will not delve into the. Oh wait. Uh, however, Hogan's fortunes it's Gawk, talks about Gawker, and it says the biopic will not delve into those years or attempt to encompass an entire life. Instead, sources say will focus on Hogan's rise and is described as an origin story of oh, the Hulkster and the Hulkamania. I'm completely out. <laughs> so back to it yeah, is no. Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, not Bo Social Rapp. Network. It, it got completely Bo Rapp. <laughs> uh, the deal which we must put together will include life rights of Balea acting as a consultant on the movie. Oh no! Uh, yeah. Redemption story. I know. It's going to be like, like if only Andre the Giant had listened to Hulk Hogan, maybe he'd still be alive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go back to work yeah, before okay, Steve gets okay. in here and gets mad at me, but yeah. thank you for breaking that of news course, in here. Of course, of course. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, man. That is wow. Wild. I'm going to try and Eric. There's I'm going to try and be Eric. There's going to be a, uh, a scene at the beginning where he's like auditioning to be the bassist for Metallica. Like... <laughs> Oh man! That's Every crazy. lie he's ever told is going to be presented as a ch- as a truth <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Okay, or what's just crazy? Oh man, that's going to be a big deal. Oh, I got to read that script. Oh man, how do we have someone write that while we're in here doing this? That's going to be difficult. Um, let me. I ask- mean, do you want to? Do you want me to run out and no, do it? No, no, no. Because we got to do this. Hold on. Let me ask one for. Hello. By any chance, could you help me by writing a big story? I'm recording recap with my writer right now. This is how Not wrestling all good. news sites work. This is how my Viewers. wrestling news site works. No, yeah. Austin Kellerman, he helps me out sometimes. Tight. So um, I feel like he'll love this story. This so is, uh, he loves Hulk Hogan. I mean, I'm going to see watch this movie either way, like good or bad. Imagine Hulk <laughs> Especially Hogan. if it's coming to Netflix. Is this going to go straight to Netflix, like the Motley Crue thing? I could. That's how it sounded in that article, right? Maybe these Motley Crue movie and the Hulk Hogan movie are going to cross over because I'm sure Hogan, uh, they're in the same universe because I'm sure Hogan has... <laughs> alleged to be a member of Motley Crue at some point. <laughs> oh, totally. Um, so, um, okay, back to Ciampa Gargano. Ciampa Gargano and so the bar. He does, the, the, the scary part of the match, he does the sunset flip. Little botchy. Uh, and, the, he, you know, the Seamus hardcore lands on his knee. I was scared. Yeah. It looked gnarly on it his knee. It looked gnarly, and the two of them were out of the match for a little while. The whole... Chamba didn't do anything else but until then, the finish. Yeah, yeah, he came in. I was so surprised when he jumped back in the ring to break up that pin. Well, I mean, I, was, I would imagine it's one of those instinct things where yeah, he's like, yeah, hey, yeah. this is like my big chance exactly, on yeah. the main roster. I can't screw this. Uh-huh. I at least have to get the finish in. And then if I'm injured, I'm injured. But like, I have to get that finish in. But how in. lucky are those uh, Chamba and Sheamus to have Gargano and Cesaro 
have to work the rest of the match on your, like when you can't do anything totally. because then then the, the Cesaro Gargano stuff was so good <laughs> I really was wondering how much of that was on the fly yeah yeah for that very reason because I was like man like that was really good yeah. like they killed it still and I know like you know it was like a Chikara match it, like yeah I, I was the same <laughs> thing while watching yeah. it I was like they went just like but in the best way they went back in time a little bit and yeah. just like we have we've done this mm-hmm. you know? yeah, yeah. So, um, but it was honestly seen one of the things I've always worried about less with Champa, more so Gargano is like I know how big he is mm-hmm. and I've I've wondered when paired with a guy like Sheamus in the ring mm-hmm. how he would really come across to the viewer yeah and I do think that sh- that Gargano and Champa have become sh- so shredded yeah, in NXT that like it doesn't doesn't really matter. It doesn't. Act, it doesn't look weird. It doesn't nah. look like they couldn't. Nec- it didn't look unbelievable to see them beat these guys. And we've seen late. It seems like they are starting to uh, give the. I don't want to say the smaller guys because none of them are really that small, you know. But yeah, it seems like they're starting to give opportunities to like with with Mustafa Ali and stuff like that. It seems like they're starting to just not really care so much about height, you know. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Especially because the NXT roster is full of guys like Adam Cole. Yeah, exactly. Guys that that size or around that size, not yeah. huge jack dudes who are who are who can prove. You know, they can just prove it in the ring. Like, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, but the match itself, I mean, even with the the Champa thing, it was a great match. Like, yeah, these I guys liked killed it. it. Yeah, I loved it a lot. I, I, it's, I mean, it's a breath of fresh air having these having like an almost an NXT style match on main roster. This was seventeen minutes. Yeah. I mean, they like. They really put it out there. I mean, they, having, they all killed it. They all were working hard on here. And DIY went over. Which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> to think that DIY went over a former WWE champion is just like, man. And they beat the Raw, the Raw Tag Team Champions, right? On Raw. <laughs> that's almost why I'm like, I, I, I think that's why so many people are wondering if this isn't an actual call-up and this is all like a trick. And that yeah. like the big announcement is that NXT is going to be on Fox Sports 1 and it's going to be its own brand. Yeah, that And might this be. was just be like, hey we're better and then that way it kind of like builds up the whole like what's the word i'm looking for like inner brand supremacy type yeah, thing that yeah. they love to play out yeah they love to do that to pretend that they're not all part of the same company yeah exactly <laughs> exactly like they're their own competition yeah. or whatever um okay so <clears throat> next uh we had uh dasha interview oscar mm. um which I like the interview. Oscar's fun when she yeah, does her promos. Yeah, she's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think her promos are, you know, they're good. They're unique they're like, to her. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly, it's like yeah. her yelling and angry. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about Rhonda and Becky mm-hmm. or Charlotte or whatever. Like, I liked how she just didn't care about them. And she said, like, she's looking for new competition. And then we mm-hmm. get Mandy's music. Yeah, and you know what? I was, like, I think a lot of people, when Mandy's music hit, I was like, oh, here we go. Like, uh. But then... She did really well in that match. She 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 looked good. I thought she looked really good. Mandy's really shined lately. Yeah, I mean, Mandy and Sonya, they really stepped their game up, and I think that that match was was a great match. The fact that they had her go over yeah. was surprising. Yeah, and still not sure how I feel about it, but <laughs> I think it was the fact that it was kind of shocking was was good. Good. Do you think that Mandy versus Asuka is a, is a WrestleMania match? Um... Uh, if you'd have asked me before the match yesterday, I would have said no. But now I'm kind of like, I would like to see where this goes. Maybe, okay. yeah. I don't know, maybe. I mean, they have worked hard to get Mandy over the past few months with all the Naomi stuff. And, yeah. you know, putting her in a big match, like, this is a big opportunity. Kind of, like, see what she's got, you know? Yeah. Um, I like that she is, like, the cowardly heel, where she was just playing up all the mm-hmm. classic heel stuff. Yeah. And the eye and all that kind of stuff. All oh, that was great. Um 
I He's hated good. the whole the, the Lacey Evans thing in the middle of the match, nah, though. Yeah. I wasn't feeling that. Nah, that was weird. I'm not like feeling that whole thing that. at yeah. all. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. It's, it's not like – at least the Emelina thing was like, I don't know. At least they explained it well. <clears throat> they haven't really explained this very well. Uh, it's been kind of just like, oh. She comes out and then gets told to go away by Sonia. Yes. And then she goes away. So it's like, well, I don't know. Are we supposed to, is, is she supposed to be intimidating? Or <laughs> it's very weird. Very confusing, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and then, yeah, so that match ends. Uh, Ten-minute match was you know, pretty good for Mandy. I, I liked it, they yeah. did that. Um, I do think it opens doors for the future. I'm interested to see where they go with it. Yeah. I'm also wondering, though, if it's going to lead to Sonya versus... Oscar yeah. at WrestleMania. And then she beats Mandy and then Sonya gets involved. And it yeah, becomes, yeah. Especially since Sonya's going to be on Total Divas now. Yeah, and be like, yeah. follow her whole first path to her first WrestleMania match. Uh-huh. Or I don't know if she wrestled at WrestleMania last year. I think uh, she might have. Sonya? Yeah, she did. Was right? she in the. So the first singles was, match. First title match. There yeah. we go, right? That's probably her first, that would be her first title match. That'd yeah. be a fun storyline. Was she in the Battle Royale? Yeah, she was. Yeah. She also okay. had the like rainbow gear, like Finn Oh, did. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was right. They uh, were like, for everyone. Yeah. And then they went to Saudi Arabia. Exactly. Um, Charlotte was interviewed. Um, <clears throat> quick interview with Charlotte backstage. Shows off her bruises, which look gnarly. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we had Ricochet versus Eric Young, mm-hmm. um, which is like, this is the first time we've seen Sanity in a while, Yeah, right? no, I don't know what they're doing with Sanity, because that's, right? that's, that uh, that's a good gimmick. It's a good, like, stable. I don't know why Nikki Cross isn't with them. Yeah, it's just weird. It was a unique stable with all of them. I agree. It, it doesn't make any sense. I get it, the whole, like, she can be great on her own, but, like, yeah, but they're also great as a whole. Like, yeah, they're, definitely, they're, yeah. They all still have the same music and stuff, yeah, and it's never yeah. been explained on the main roster that they're, like, in a group together, really. It's and weird. They're all, they're all decent... They're all decent workers, and I yeah, I want to see them having. I want to see all of them in the ring. I love matches. Eric Young. Yeah, yeah, I was like pumped to see Eric Young in a match. I was like, yeah, Eric Young in a match, great, cool. Yeah. Um, Another interesting. They're interesting as well because none of them are American. Eric so Young, Ger- Canadian. He's yeah. Canadian. Yeah, Canadian, Scottish, Northern Irish, mm-hmm. and German. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I liked it. I liked Sandy the gimmick. I, I so I was. Pleasantly surprised to see Eric Young in this match, but even like even this, they like didn't even give us Sanity's entrance. No, nah. they literally treated them like they were like a jobber team. It felt nah, like yeah. or a handsome talent or whatever, and I was kind of like confused by that. I mean, there was a, it was a decent match. And then we had the spot we had, you had Ricochet, you know, diving into uh, Killian and and Wolf, which was fun. Um, yeah, Ricochet just is. It's it's like you can't you can't say enough about him really i mean yeah and how insane he is as a wrestler like it is it really is like bonkers what he can do i remember one time in a pwg show (laughs) one of my favorite things i ever saw ricochet do he and it wasn't like an amazing move but he like (laughs) he got dumped out of the ring and was like laying on the floor and while on the floor, he like laid on someone's feet for a second, but the person wasn't really paying attention. They were drinking or whatever. Okay. And he untied their shoes and then tied the laces That's together hilarious. just while laying down on the ground <laughs> and then got back in the ring when they when they realized their shoelace because they were sitting like near me and they realized their shoelaces were tied. One of the funniest things I ever saw him do. <laughs> I cracked up at that. But yeah, no, match itself was great. Uh, I mean, it was it was quick. It wasn't anything crazy. But like, like you said, uh, it showcased the... The spots that you need to showcase for Ricochet. It had yeah. the 630 in there, him doing the outside that was, dive. It was a very paint-by-numbers, like, short Ricochet match, but it was fun. But it I see, good, it's yeah. funny to me, and like, this is why I miss uh, Enhanced Talent being used more, is that, like, 
those are what's necessary to get talent over, in my opinion. Like, you have to know, in order to get acquainted with new people, it's like, these are their moves. Mm-hmm. Ricochet has the outside dive. That, mm-hmm. You know, he's got the uh, 630. He's got the kick to the face, you know, the, the go to sleep like move. He's got the cool suplex to suplex thing, yeah. you know, like. Lots of flips. Yeah, lots yeah. of flips. He, he's got it all in, you know, he's got to shit in, as they say. Mm-hmm. So, um, I really do think that of everyone that came up, uh, Ricochet will be the biggest, the biggest deal out of all of them. Yeah. I, I think so. I mean, Alistair Black, too. That's tough. Because Alistair Black is a good one, too. Well, I feel like Ricochet's going to sell more merch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alistair Black has a whole counterculture thing That's where, like, true. Yeah, like if yeah, he has cool, right, dope, yeah. like, edgy looking designs. Mm-hmm. Like, I still wear my Alistair Black shirt, the one yeah. that he had in NXT. I love that shirt. The white the white one with the black print? The black with the white print. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the same design. Same yeah. design, yeah. Uh, but I don't think I ever got the Ricochet shirt. I didn't love it. I, I didn't no. love it. No, it wasn't the, that no, cool. the, that, Alistair, that the Alistair Black one with the Mad Pattern, right? Is yeah, that one yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the that was like with the best WWE shirt they've put out in ages. Totally. Was it like the hand thing or something like He's that? He's got a couple cool shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. The Ricochet ones haven't been that good. Nah, his, in, his indie shirts were way better. I didn't love the Matt Riddle shirt either. Like I was like, really? oh no, they no, six months for that. No, the Matt Riddle shirts are, are not good. No, 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 no. no. Like the, I saw someone else point out how like you own or not own, but you've already made a deal with Pabst. Yeah. Why not just like when did the John Cena shirts? Mm-hmm. Just make a Matt Riddle Paps looking yeah, shirt. Yeah, because on the whatever. Indies he had that Bud, that King yeah. of Boys Budweiser one, yeah. which is I still have. Oh, my wife wears it all the time. <laughs> so bad. It was never on pro wrestling tees, so it always like slipped my mind to buy. Yeah, yeah. And then I tried to buy it from him when he uh, got signed, and it was too late. He'd already sold them all. I got rid of them all. So bummed. I was like, ah, no. I always wanted to get one of those. Um, so yeah, but yeah, the uh, Ricochet, cla- good. Vintage Ricochet, for sure, for sure. Um, so then we got New Day backstage again. Uh, Xavier Woods talks about how Kofi, Kingston, Kofi Kingston's rise didn't occur in just seven days. It took 11 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Woods and Biggie pointed out that things were, the things the, these things weren't around 11 years ago. Biggie said it was longer than Empire has been on the air. And we all know they've been doing some crazy things to keep that show interesting, which got a huge <laughs> pop out of me. And they brought that whole Jesse stuff. Uh, my favorite scandal right now to follow the the TMZ reporter in me has been following it's wild, it. Wild man! Oh, dude, it is so wild. That Jesse stuff is crazy. Uh, I, I, I was talking to my girlfriend about it last night, and she's like, she's like, don't, she's like, don't say he's guilty already. Like, don't say he did it. I was like. I don't know, man. Like yeah. <laughs> it's looking like he did it at this point. Like, like he was behind all that, and she's like, "Yeah, but you don't know." And I'm like, "I mean, it looks." That I mean, way. I don't want it to be true. That's but what she, that was basically <laughs> what she was saying. She's yeah. like, "I don't want it to be true, so I'm gonna try my best to to, to think that it mm-hmm. didn't happen." She's like, "It's not like cops have never been wrong before." Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Let's reserve judgment." And I was like, "Okay, but it seems like he's guilty." It's like, like, it is like a wrestling storyline, really. One hundred percent. Like I remember. There there was that one thing where that guy um there was that actor who had one hand who had one arm and he said that he lost his other arm in in war and then it got and he was i think he was in better call saul and then it came out a few years like it, it, it came he it came out like a year or so later that, he was that he, it wasn't something he lost in war that he was like he went crazy and he cut his arm oh, off jeez but then he just didn't want to tell people that, so he said he was in war when he was never in war. That's wild. <laughs> it was a wild story. It's like the guy in uh, the guy from that show, the the league. No, who, it was from Better Call. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one who the lied one about who being in. He said he was in one of the in one of the towers. That was, that's so funny. Well, my girlfriend and I were discussing. These were the these are all the ones we talked about. Yeah. I, okay, which and is then, worse? 
The 9 11 uh, one? The 9 11 one, you're really Jesse. playing up. If he's, some... if he's guilty. Oh, I don't know, man. Oh, man. This, I, the, the, the Jesse one does involve him paying people to beat him up, right? <laughs> I believe so. That one's probably worse, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is That's like a extreme. Sopranos plot or something. Like. Especially if it was really because he thought he was going to be written off the show. Yeah. That's so wild. Like, like the Steve, whatever his name is, from 9-11, he just made up a bad lie. Renzi, bad. Renzi, 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 or something, yeah, like, something that. like that. Yeah. Bad. Very bad. And that like, whole thing was very at bad. Least he was in Manhattan, I think. <laughs> like, he was in the proximity. He just lied <laughs> about the distance. Still yeah. Okay. yeah. Still okay. <laughs> um, but Jesse got like, the fact that he, like, acted like there was a hate crime against him because he didn't want to get kicked off a freaking it's TV like, you'll show. get another job bro don't you'll worry yeah. <laughs> you'll be alright mate like, yeah. actors get written off shows like if you're that the show's ending soon anyway isn't it like I, come on <laughs> so I was thinking this whole story but I'll still reserve judgement but yeah, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah I'm the same way um, it's wild wild, wild. story wild uh, okay so then we got another Kevin Owens clip uh, or the same comment. It was the same one from Raw. The yeah, same one from Raw. Drops the phone. Uh, with, the, with his kid saying he didn't have the, there, was a, there wasn't any change from the $20 bill, which cracked me up. Yeah. Um, I saw a thing today. I saw a Bleacher Report put this out there, and I don't know if it's true, but I saw Bleacher Report. Uh, Jeremy Botter put out a report saying that a source told him that it's going to be Kevin Owens versus. Daniel Bryan at yeah, WrestleMania I, yeah, I for the champion, WWE yeah. Championship, uh, and that the reason they're doing all these like everyday man uh, Kevin Owens things, eating bad food, bowling, uh, you know, going to the movie theater as opposed to like helping the earth or whatever is like the way it's they're going to go. Con- is we're going to get babyface Owens finally, interesting. face Owens, yeah. uh, Daniel Bryan. What do you think about that? If, um, if that were to be the case. Um, that's interesting, especially coming like how often does someone come back from injury this close to WrestleMania and then go straight into like not not the main event but like a title picture? You know, I mean, it wouldn't be that out of the ordinary for yeah. a former WWE champion, right? I mean, he was champion on SmackDown for a minute, right? Wasn't oh, he? he was Universal Champion? Univ- yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think he had the United WWE. States Championship. On yeah, SmackDown. yeah. Um, I, I obviously, I'm not gonna say I don't want to see Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens because I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just I wonder. I, I, well, I'll, 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 yeah, I think I'll reserve judgment for now. Well, you know, one of the things I feel like is that you know, since Daniel Bryan has come back, he's been all about like helping to get other people over too. It's yeah, really felt that way. Well, yeah, because he's he's been he's the champion. And he's been pinned a couple of times. Totally. Like I could see him being pinned- like I, him knowing. Uh, Kevin, for as long as he has, like that guy could be huge money face. Yeah, that yeah. could be my foe. You know, that could yeah. be the guy I go against. That we could blow each other. We could both have a legendary feud. I, have we seen the two of them feud really in WWE? Uh, I don't think has was because when did he come up compared to when Daniel? And I was going to say was Brian. Brian was Kevin Owens was. Barely on the roster. Yeah, I feel like they didn't when, have a long cross section. Yeah, I could be wrong. Well, and then but... Owens got injured not long, probably not that long after Brian got cleared, right? Yes, I don't that know. sounds right, but I yeah. don't think we've really had. Nah, I want to look now. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> Daniel Bryan versus. But it's weird that they don't seem. I was going to ask, like, do they? I was going to ask you, do they already have plans for? Oh Bryan? yeah, duh! They wrestled at WrestleMania last year. They had that tag. Oh, match. the tag match. Duh. Of course, I was there. Duh. Yeah. Well, that's because. Uh, yeah, and Shane. Yeah, that's because it was Shane and Sammy were in it as well. So right? it would yeah, kind of yeah. actually be fun to have the opposite. That now is a year has gone by. They switched. And yeah. those switching roles yeah, you know yeah. i wouldn't mind that 
Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I know that first like well until I brought that up. So many people watching and listening Wait, were like, yelling. these yeah, two yeah. idiots, these two morons. Dude, there's so much wrestling, we can't remember everything, man. I just there was a lot of pressure when and you were recording that these match, things. You... Sorry, that match was bad. No one remembers it. <laughs> um, okay, so then uh, there was more entrances, and we got Kobe Kingston versus AJ Styles. Oh, sorry, Kobe Kingston, AJ Styles, and Jeff Hardy versus Daniel Bryan, Samojo, and Randy Orton. Goodies versus baddies. Goodies versus baddies, exactly. <laughs> Classic. Uh, um, I liked this match. I thought it was good. I, I thought everyone too, got yeah. their spots in. Mm-hmm. Um, there was cool moments. Um, Still wild to see Jeff Hardy in, in main events at this at this point in time. You're not a Jeff Hardy guy? Oh, no, no. I love Jeff Hardy. Okay. I just think it's... I just If you'd have told me, you know, 20 years ago, he's still going to be main event, like in, involved in main events, I would have been like, what? If no. you told me that a couple Ten years, years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you told me that when he had that match with Sting in TNA. Where... <laughs> well, I was more so I didn't, you know, a couple years ago, Matt Hardy was, I think, way yeah, more over yeah. than Jeff was. And I love the Hardy Boys. They're mm-hmm. like my, one of my all-time favorites, the tag teams. Um... Yeah, I love but them. still, like just, that was more over. Crazy. And now it's like Jeff's back in the main event again. It's weird. Yeah, well, Jeff. I mean, always WWE, was in WWE. WWE Jeff was yeah. always the one. That, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good stuff. Um, I liked. Um, I liked how one. I liked when Kofi did the clothesline on Randy Orton and then just started yelling stupid. Yeah. Just like the Randy Orton famous moment with Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like they played off of that a little bit, and I also. Um, um, I liked, uh, you know what I liked? I liked that at the end of the match, you kind of like, even though Kobe's always been the same, I liked that we, uh, I don't know, kind of felt like we got, they got the, the trouble in paradise over again as a finish. He even kind of yeah. like, he kind of did a clap. He didn't do the full thing again, yeah, but yeah. he kind of did like the New Day Rocks the New clap. Day with thing, it. Yeah. But it was still similar to like the old school Kofi and it was like nice to see that as a finish so again. Yeah, I was surprised when it, when that was the finish. Right? Because... Yeah, I feel like that that has yeah that hasn't been over as a finisher for a while, yeah, and totally. I'm glad that I'm glad that they did it. And yeah, clearly because yeah, because even the New Day always does like their tag finisher or whatever, yeah, yeah. And, and he still does it sometimes, but it always like gets broken up or something because mm-hmm. of a tag match or whatever. Uh, so yeah, I, I also liked it. There's a lot. There's some other stuff going on in this match, right? There's like, are we getting Randy Orton and AJ Styles at WrestleMania? Is that a thing that's going to happen? Sorry, uh, no, it's okay. Austin just got back to me about being oh. able to write the thing. Is he going to do it? Yeah, he'll do it right now. Go to uh, prowrestlingsheet.com if you want to read about the Hulk Hogan movie. <laughs> well, we already told him all the details here, but mm. and this will be up afterwards. But so, anyways. Yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, so there was other stuff going on in that match. Aside from the Daniel Bryan Kofi stuff, we've got AJ Styles and Randy Orton. It looks like... Does that interest you for WrestleMania? Uh, hmm. I don't want to be... I, honestly, Randy Orton only interests me in really specific scenarios. Like when he's beating the crap out of the Singh brothers and stuff like that. Like, um, I don't know if I want... I think they might... I think they could have a decent match. I think Randy Orton for as boring... No, I shouldn't say boring. That's wrong way. Not boring, it. yeah. Not boring. It's, it's, he's, as, much as, I la- as much as I'm not as interested in Randy Orton sometimes, um, I think that WrestleMania, he always pulls it out. Yeah. Like... I, and I can Apart see this being an early show key. match to kind of get everyone pumped. Yeah, though, though, AJ, it'll be. I can see AJ it being can similar, get a good match out of him for sure. Totally, right? and I can see yeah. it being similar to like Seth versus Randy at WrestleMania, That's which what, was yeah. Dope. We're definitely going to get some crazy RKO. Totally, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, so, so I'm into that. And then, and then, lastly, was you know, so, so, 
Uh, Kofi wins the match for the team. Uh, and then Shane comes Shane out and comes announces out, that Kofi's going to be... what everybody already knew. Yeah, that. that Kofi's going to be in the fast lane main event against Daniel Bryan. Um, I don't think he's going to win the title, though. Nah. I it's can like see wheel them, spinning, really. I can see them seeing the reaction to all of this, doing whatever they had planned for WrestleMania with Daniel Bryan, and then after WrestleMania being like, okay... Let's let's revisit this and mm-hmm. and maybe have maybe give him like a small run with the title to see how it goes. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, I could see that happening too. Yeah, I All know right. Daniel well, Bryan won't care about losing the belt to Kofi if it happens, but I doubt it will happen anytime soon. I'm sure you cool like totally cool with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see that being an issue at all. That's it. All right, guys. Well, we are done here. I got to get back to work. I got to get this this Hulk Hogan thing up. I got a bunch of stuff to do. I got to get this show out for everybody. Uh, but make sure that while you're here watching uh, this video, go check out the other stuff we're doing on the YouTube channel as well. Yeah. Uh, we've got the other recap shows, Raw. Uh, this is SmackDown, obviously. Then we've got Wrestling Sheet Radio's show. Um, we've got different various interviews, movie, or movie, news hits, a uh, bunch of different stuff. We did an interview, not an interview, but a... Um, a quiz with Paige last week. It's a fun video that we shot. It's on the YouTube channel. So go make sure you guys make sure that you guys go check that out. It's youtube.com slash C slash wrestling sheet for listening to the audio. Uh, for those of you who are watching on video though, and you maybe just want to listen to the audio while you're driving sometimes, make sure you subscribe to the Wrestling Sheet podcast feed as well. It's on Podcast One, it's on iTunes, it's on Spotify, it's on all major platforms. So go make sure you subscribe there. Uh, and yeah, you know, also check out everything Collider is doing as well. It's Collider.com, uh, and they've got YouTube channels as well. Collider Video, Collider Sports, Collider Gaming, Collider Podcast, all that fun stuff. All right, guys, that's it. We're done for now. Until Thank next you, time. Bye. <laughs> Until next time, stay out of the dirt and keep your eye on the sheet. ProWrestlingSheet.com. That little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we always talking about striving and achievement and, and the Colonel Sanders story is is a story that inspired me since I was ten years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast one. Spotify. Orangutans. They're beautiful, playful, and majestic, and disappearing. Every day, as many as 20 orangutans vanish. They starve to death when their homes are destroyed or are killed when they stray into villages in search of food. International Animal Rescue is fighting for the survival of the critically endangered orangutan. But we can't do it without you. Please visit internationalanimalrescue.org and help us save orangutans before it's too late. That's internationalanimalrescue.org. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.